Welcome back to the Sneaker Manics podcast with me, Danny, a.k.a. at Roy Stenio, and my co-host and good friend, Tess, a.k.a. Well, actually, hold the front front page, people, because it is a.k.a. at Wavy TMJ. Hello there, Tess. And she's back, 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 back in town, town, town. Well, well, I was gonna start. I was gonna drop a bit of a line using a bit of Eminem as well, but nobody needs to hear my singing voice, so we're not going for that. Um, how's how's New Year's? Oh, should I say happy uh, Happy New Year to everybody? By the way, we've just had a couple of weeks where we were gonna try and do the podcast. We've just had the plague in the Royston household and lots and lots of other things going on, which meant I've not really had time to do one, but. Uh, Happy New Year to you all out there. Tess, how's 2022 been so far? Well, I started off with, I decided I was going to do drag dry January. Not for everyone, but unfortunately, it turned out to become damp January, which means that most of the time, I'm not drinking, but occasionally I get fucked. Yeah, and do you know what? I'm on that as well, except I call mine moist January. Because I think I'm a little bit wetter than damp. Uh, there's been a few nights that's got a little bit heavy. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm cutting back as well. Can I ask you, is there, are you moist at home, January? Because you've been mo- sort of stuck inside playing with yourself. Yeah, the games yeah, and what have you. Yeah, yeah, it's been quite moist uh, in the household this January so far. But anyway, moving, moving, moving swiftly on. Moving swiftly on. And we do have a guest this week uh, that we'll bring in quite soon. But me and Tess had a conversation, when was it? A little bit ago. And we like talking podcasts. Me and Tess love doing the podcast. We talk, do we talk every day? Yep. Pretty much. I am so unlucky that I get a phone call once or twice a day from Tess and we just chat. And usually not trainers, we're putting the world to right, mainly. But occasionally we were talking podcasts. And one of the things I've been very keen on, um, and Tess has agreed with me, is to try and get a bit more Adidas, a bit more free stripe content back to the Sneaker Addicts. Because, you know, I'm not stupid. That's what a lot of you guys want to listen to. And Dan, rest in peace, Dan. Um, Dan was very into Jordans and Nike and I think Tess very much into Jordans and Nike and it was very heavily swayed that way I think we'll be fair to say and so we are going to just try and pull it back ever so slightly because you're not really an Adidas girl Tess are you let's be honest um, no totally honestly I'm not I mean, but that's not to say I didn't used to be and I think, you know, we all go through our journey and I and I was certainly a gazelle girl and I, I loved all the OG colorways and I loved the suede. But, you know, I kind of left that behind as I moved on and sort of went more to the Jordans and more, went more to, or oh, the 97s. It, it, I don't know, the gazelles started just becoming part, part of my life, but not so much uh, no. the same. It didn't have the same gravitas. Yeah, I completely get that. And, and I think a lot of people go, I, I, we all go through little phases. Anybody who says they don't go through phases, I feel, feel you're being a bit of a porcupine. Even if you're into one thing, you'll go through phases of getting certain silhouettes and then you'll leave them alone for a little bit and then get different silhouettes. So I completely understand that. 
So what we've done is I delved into the huge amount of people that are my friends that are into Adidas. And I thought, right, what we're going to do, I'm going to get someone who's 100% Adidas on. But to ease Tess into it, I'm going to get somebody who's a bit of a cockney as well, because just to make you feel a bit more at home, Tess. And not only that, I think he's even smaller than you in height. I am officially, by a long stretch, the tallest person on this podcast this week. So, hello, Del. And you can't, I can't get your phone mute. Uh, I'm going to talk to a stripy dwarf. Hello. <laughs> I'm actually 5'7", or have you know, I ain't that small. <laughs> Thank you, bro. I mean, you're not tall on your wallet. <laughs> I mean, that's true, I'm not going to lie there. So, uh, Del, good evening. And just for everybody on the podcast, just give us a little intro, what's your Instagram handle and such? Uh, it's Del Cleveland 66. Del Cleveland 66. Why 66? That's when I was born. So you are officially the oldest person on the podcast as well. Good, good oh, I actually see England win the World Cup. You did? Oh, right, did you? Did it was you only get... three months, but I see them. Right, and that counts. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tessie's holding something up. I have no oh, idea what that's... I'm going to follow you now. Okay, <laughs> I will follow you back. Thank you. <laughs> Happy day. And this is what the podcast is, is bringing people together. Um, so, yeah, we thought we'd bring Del on for a number of reasons. First of all, uh, he's a good friend. And Del massively helps out on our Facebook group. So if you are on Facebook and you're not part of the Sneakronics Facebook group, uh, you can always jump on there. Very friendly place. We have, I, I got Del in and a guy called Carl to come in and help do some admin. And to be honest, there's never any bother or anything like that. It's just accepting people in, really. Um, and we thought, what better to talk about Adidas, old school Adidas, and to get Del on and to just give, give us all, as well as Tess, as all a little bit of an insight about where, where it all started for you and how did you get into um, Adidas? So. Well, Adidas, yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, do you want the whole story or the short story? Nothing but the truth. What do you want? What are we asking, Tess? Do we want full stories? Um, I would like to know when the sort of defining moment. We've all sort of seen something that inspired us, and it, we didn't just buy something. We you you become obsessed with it. It's something that you have to have, and you have to have all of them, what have you. I would like to know who was wearing something. That you saw or where you saw it and thought this is something that I want to be a part of well it started it didn't actually start for me I mean they all say it started in the north started in the south you, you'll never know do you know what I mean but at the end of the day my first pair of Adidas trainers when I was 12 was an Adidas kick which is probably every person's Adidas of my age sort of thing an Adidas kick and I got bought them by my mum uh, my first pair of trainers I actually bought myself was once I left school and had my own money, and that was a pair of lime green gazelles, to be fair. Uh, but in between that era, between sort of like being 12 and, I don't know, 17, whenever I had the money to buy them, I was a skinhead. So I didn't really wear a lot of Adidas, really, to be fair. It was more more brogues and tassels and DMs, to be fair. But then the last year at school, so that would have been about 82, uh, the old great casual year. movement come out. Great hey? year, 82. Just letting you know, great Brilliant. year, 82. <laughs> yeah. Why is that, Dan? I don't know. 
<laughs> not as good as 66 though is it um but yeah no uh, so when as i was leaving school the old people say that the ca they weren't called casuals back in the day but i remember talking about casuals back in the day everyone said it's only recently that has been given the name but i me personally i don't think it was i mean everyone i know in my sort of age was a skinhead from about the age of 13 to about 16 and then we sort of morphed into casuals really you just did you went to football and you morphed into casuals and the odd i did know a couple of mods and they went down the new romantic route but we sort of went i don't know just down the casual route you used to go to football go a lot of football i'm a brentford supporter i had a season ticket for years uh but then obviously i didn't go to every way away game uh coming from an hours in the state in Owslow, not everyone supported Brentford. There was Chelsea, there was QPR, West Ham on there. So whenever Brentford were away, I used to go to those sort of games. And when you go then, there's the older ones there in their Adidas, and they used to think, I better do some overtime next month. So I like that pair he's got on. Do you know what I mean? And that's really it. I mean, I did have the odd, I'm not saying I'd loads, because that'd be a lie. I did have quite a few, but um, I sort of like went down, how can I put it? It was Gazelles, and then I had a pair of Nike Wimbledons. I did, I did own Nike, believe it or not, back in the day, and Kickers, because that was what we wore. Um, and a pair of nice brown leopard skin shoes, or whatever they were, to get in the clubs. Oh, I bet, <laughs> um, Tess, I bet you've still got a pair of those, is that right? You 100% <laughs> yeah, Tess have got skin, a, pair, really. a pair of no. leopard skin shoes. No. <laughs> and then, uh, and it's not, it weren't really till late, late 80s and that you start buying. I was more into shoes really to be fair even though i had a few trainers i had more shoes uh and then in the 90s literally you started a family i've got five kids so obviously that took up a lot of time and uh i mean i've got five I've got eight grandkids now as well um but that's all i took up a lot of time so it weren't really till probably about i don't know 20 years ago say 15 20 years ago i started collecting a few bits and pieces i didn't have a lot but i started do you know what i mean and then i got like dan says you go through phases first of all i just like i like zx's because they give me an extra hint, uh, inch in height to be fair that's why i like runners do you know what i mean um i do own quite a few flats uh but yeah and it weren't really took off probably more than ever was in about 2014 that's when i started getting right back into it again so it's since 2014 I've stopped. I give up smoking. So to be honest with you, I give up smoking. I thought I need to do something. I don't really drink. So I thought instead of buying cigarettes, I'll buy a pair of trainers at the end of the month. And that's how it started. That's how I started getting the bug back, so to speak. And I haven't really looked back. But I'm quite lucky because my wife, I don't like calling us collectors because I just it reminds me of a, a bloke in the back room in a cardigan collecting stamps. I don't. Do you know what I mean? I, I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. an enthusiast. I like Adidas. Um, yeah, so that's really it, really, to be fair. That's sort of like a brief bit of my story. Well, it kind of sounds like to me that you were going to football and it was a bit of a thing, but when you went to away games, you started seeing what everyone else was wearing and thought, you know, that's something I yeah, really yeah like. Yeah and no. Yeah and no, and because to be honest with you, I mean, I supported Brentford. We're in the third division. I didn't go to a lot of away games. I went to a few. But I did go, when the Brentford were away, if I weren't going, I used to go to a lot of QPR games and a few Chelsea games because my mates supported those teams. Um, and I can't remember, if I'm totally honest with you, everyone says, 
Oh, because obviously in the when QPR and Chelsea, it was the first division. There was no Premiership then, so basically, I don't remember the away supporters dressing like we did. I don't know everyone says that, but I genuinely don't. I mean, we had wedges and Pringles on and Sergio Dutrini tracksuits and kickers and Adidas and Nike and all that sort of stuff. And I honestly generally don't remember any away support dressed like that. If anything, it was older people, like a couple of years older than me, that had probably... I mean, I'd just left school, so it was people that had been working for two or three years, like the 18 and 90-year-olds that probably had a few, Bob, and had a few more trainers than what I did. They're the ones that I see and I thought, I like them, I like them. But by the time you got the money... Not fashion, but it moved on and they were wearing something else. Do you see what I mean? Uh-huh, uh-huh. But um, I did speak, say to something to Danny the other week, we were on, talking on the panel, and I, I did say, I can't remember the line I said. I said, fashion comes and goes, but style stays. So if you like something, I don't follow fashion. I, I mean, I'll give you an instance. I went to, I went with my missus to an 80s, uh, like a rewind festival. And there were some people there all dressed up in fancy dress. And they asked to have their photo done with me. And I went, I'm not in fancy dress. And they, <laughs> and I, they went, oh, don't, I said, no, seriously. I mean, I had like a Ticini on, a pair of jeans. I can't remember what I had on and a bucket hat. And they generally thought I'd gone there dressed as an 80s casual. I went, no, no, this is my clothes. And they wouldn't believe me. And I was, I was getting the ump. I was going, no, no, seriously, these are my clothes. I haven't hired these. This is how I got out. Well, I'm quite lucky because I've been the same height since I was 11. So I still wear the same clothes. <laughs> you got that. I was, that was literally on the tip of my tongue. So you well, got in there quick. before me, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I guess for me, when you went through those phases, obviously, yes, there was the different styles in the 80s. What, what when you came back to it, like 2000s, what was the Adidas element that spoke to you and kind of thought, do you know what, I'm going to start buying trips? Because I've gone through phases, like I said, we said before, Tess has gone through phases. In fact, Tess, we need to do a, a history on you because I think you've come in and just done like an almost cameoed and never, we've never really talked about your history. Maybe that's one for next week. I've gone off on a tangent. But at what point, what, what is it about the Adidas that's kind of made you, like that's what I'll, want to be into and you're almost exclusive Adidas as well aren't you? Yeah I mean I've got I think I've still got a couple of pair old Nike Wimbledon's tennis I've got a red and a blue pair only because that I see them on eBay once and I thought I wore them when I was 17 so I grabbed a pair do you know what I mean um, and I own a pair I think I, I did have a pair of 574s New Balance but I sold them to me mate and that's it really I've just got Adidas and I just like it I just like the stripes I'd, for me, no disrespect to anyone who's got Nike. I don't. My boys, two of my boys love Nike. Two of my boys are more Adidas, really, I suppose. And my daughter's, my daughter's into Vans and like Converse. So I don't have no influence whatsoever. <laughs> but basically, for me, I think Nike is a younger person's shoe. I think if I saw, I mean, I'm 56 in the couple of, couple of months. If I saw a 60 year old in a pair of gazelles or whatever, I wouldn't turn air. Before I see a six-year-old in a pair of Air Force Ones, I think, well, what's going on here? But that's me. That's my personal opinion. Do you know what I mean? I just think, for me, I think Nike is more English, sorry, uh, more American, and Adidas is more English. I don't, my, that's just my view. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think my stepson wears Nike. He doesn't really wear Adidas. 
I just think it's a younger generation, but then you two are younger than me, so that's probably why. Well, do you not think, I mean, from my perspective, like I said, I was wearing gazelles at a certain point, but, you know, this sort of culture, the this, this terrace culture, or the casual culture, yeah. that obviously did touch me because I don't even know what offside means. I mean, so <laughs> the bottom line is, don't you laugh? The bottom line is, is that I suppose that sort of bypassed me mm. and where for me, because our fashion and I did grow up in America, so there was my connection to it. Right. Um, obviously, when you sort of looking at the revival with Britpop and what have you and Oasis and stuff like that, again, musically, I wasn't into that. So I didn't go down that path. But, you know, I, and I think, you know, we, we also have an affinity because we're influenced by popular culture, whether it's music or magazines or now the internet or what have you so you know but what's interesting is that your journey is sort of going back and it sounds to me it's a very much a nostalgic thing because obviously that those are yeah, those are happy times yeah of course they, they're, they're your happy times it's when you were yeah. stomping about with when you're casuals you know and you had the green and the red and the blue and the yellow and, the, and now you've, you've got all this wealth to sort of go right i can have anything and everything because my kids are older and I've got money going on. I wouldn't on. go that far, but yeah. But I'm, not talking, I'm not talking about Rolls Royces, I'm just yeah. talking about a few pairs. But the, yeah. the thing is, is, and the great thing is, is we can now collect things that you couldn't have done then. I mean, if, yeah. you know, I know what I was, I was saving up for mortgages, cars, what have you. So there was a yeah. huge period of time where I probably had very, very little. And so when you start sort of amassing more money because you have less outgoings and your your ladder is sort of shortening it that's the best and the fun bit because you're not worried yeah, about and so you're death. right about the music you're right because it, to be fair as i say i was a skinhead till i was about 16 i'm still heavily into that music and if i go out if, if I've, I've got no problem going to watch some uh like madness of specials we go and watch the trojan beats when they play i'm into that music however growing up when i they a lot of people say that casuals weren't into music it was more to do with football but i'm not necessarily sure that's true because we used to go to football in the afternoon with all your gear on come home get changed and go to a club with all your gear on but i was heavily into jazz funk and old soul and motown and northern soul and all that sort of music however i didn't really do the rave scene to be honest with you i didn't really understand it i've got a few rave cds but i'm not apart from the prodigy it wasn't really my scene, but then saying that from about 1990, that's when I started the family. Do you know what I mean? So I didn't really, oh. couldn't afford to go and do everything and buy everything. But um, it weren't so about, I think, when everyone was out raving, one of my mates was in a band called the Chiswick Flyovers, and they went everywhere, and they supported quite some well-known bands. And we used to go around all London following them everywhere. And then sort of like Stone Roses and Oasis and that sort of, and the Verve and all that come out. And that's what I'm more into now. And they dressed how I dressed. And I think, and like Blur. I mean, the first time people saw Blur, he had, a, I think he had a sheeny on and people were going, what's that? And I was thinking, wow, it just took me back 10 years. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and, and is it Damon Alban had that? And I think he had a pair of gazelles on in the video as well, if I remember. But um, and it's weird because we haven't really, well, it's not me personally, everyone I know, we've just sort of like followed on. We haven't really changed. We've all sort of like, you might, the only thing's different, how me and everyone I know's dressed in the last, say, 20 years, it's either wore, you wore wider jeans or narrower ones. 
and that's it. Whether they'd be boot cut, I don't wear skinny jeans because I look like a toffee apple, but I do wear. <laughs> 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 I do wear slimmer ones. Do you know what I mean? I don't. I can't. Because I've only got a size seven foot, so anything too wide, you can't see me foot. True. No, I, I completely, I completely get that. My, my outlook on trainers is heavily influenced from music. I, when I grew definitely. up, the, the first CD I bought with my own money, like pocket money, was definitely maybe. I am, and everybody knows this. Yeah. I am Oasis. I am Liam. I am Noel. They cannot do no wrong. They're, they're exactly just, the same as me. Everyone are, saw that moment. They're arrogant. I think they're brilliant. Yeah, yeah, they are, my God. But then, my like, when I was growing up, I was from a very working-class, white part of Leeds, and that was just what it was. And yeah. I went to a very multicultural school, and so it was almost, depending on who I was going out with, depending on what I kind of was wearing. And I had, yeah. like, that dual influence from my different friends as well as the different music. I got heavily into hip-hop in, like, the late, like, mid to late 90s early 2000s and then that's that's kind of how it goes which and, and I don't I wonder how much influence people that influences people now I guess Kanye yes Travis yes but I wonder how much how many people actually take the styles from where they were going to gigs and then and, and that's mm. no, see I'm not influence. into rap one bit I mean apart from rappers delight and a song called the crown back in the 80s, if you remember that far back. I'm not really into rap. I'm, I'm not. I just can't, don't get no, no, around no. it talking to me. But that's me. Do you know what I mean? I'd sooner go and watch a live band, you know, just bashing out a tune, to be fair. And I do go to a lot of gigs. I do love a gig. So I'm not really a drinker. I'm not one for standing in pubs all night. I, no. just, it's, I mean, I don't mind going. I go to London all the time and see me mates and be standing in a pub, but I don't really drink. I've been known to have 15 cups of tea in a pub of a night time. <laughs> and, that's the and, and you're standing next to the loo all night yeah 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 there is that especially my age <laughs> no comment again um so since you so since you're 2004 and then getting back properly into it into like 2014 what's what sort of things have you been picking up what have you been going for what sort of things have you been doing around trainers that have really like inspired you well, say, I mean, I've got OCD, but it's weird, right? Because if six trainers come out in a series, if I don't like one of them, I won't buy them. I won't buy one of them just because it's the whole series. Does that make sense? I mean, like, the ones that size bought out, I didn't particularly like the Liverpools. If they were red okay. and white, I'd have bought them. And I know I understand why they were that colour, but yeah. I didn't like them, so I didn't buy them. Do you know what I mean? And then it's the same as the Island series. I didn't like um, what one's come out. Uh, oh, Trinidad and Tobago. I didn't particularly like them at the time. Now I kick myself because I wish I got them because they're worth. The a few orange bottles. and black ones. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I got all the so, others. Yeah, I remember I was in size Manchester, um, and I was stood looking at the Trinidad's, and also looking at some Hamburgs that came out very similar time. Some orange. Yeah. And balloons. I've just and I just started working on the trains. Obviously, everybody works on the trains. Whereas high high vis orange, that's yeah. that's what we were. So I was like, right, just started working on the trains. I'm gonna get some orange trainers. 
So I've got the Hamburgs and they're still upstairs, but I've kind of kicked myself and wish I'd have got the Trinidad's, but it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, there's a few that I've missed. And, you know, like when you look at them, you think, I do like them, but am I going to wear them? Because I do try and wear all mine. The only pair I haven't worn, and they're in a little glass box in me, uh, in me loft, and that is a, my Liam Gallagher's. Now, someone got them for me. I, I didn't queue, and they didn't particularly get them for me. Just someone I knew happened to queue, get a pair, and then won a pair. So luckily, right. he, he, he sold them to me, which is very nice of him. And he didn't really charge me anything. He didn't want anything over. I'll give him a little drink, but he didn't want it. So fair play. To, I won't mention his name, but he did, uh, he did do me a favour. And to be honest with you, as well, a lot of people queue. I, I, I don't queue all night because I can't afford to queue all night. I can't afford to take a whole day off work to queue and then have the whole of the next day off because you're knackered from queuing the night before then yeah. you you've lost that money then you're paying for the trainers you're probably looking for a 500 quid i can't afford to do that and i sit there i think do i queue up all night and lose a couple of days money for one pair of trainers or should i work and buy three pair no it's, it's a really interesting i've thought that before i mean i've done a couple of overnight it's not massive ones yeah but i have thought in the past well if i can just do an extra night shift instead of being stood out in the cold that's going to pay for the resale anyway. Yeah. And I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've gone to places at six in the morning and got there really early and done that, but I haven't, I've never queued all night. Do you know what I mean? I just not like Tess. Tess doesn't all night oh. queue, don't you? Oh, I've done it many a time. Yeah. But, well, you know, I, I'm, I'm not up from up north, so I suppose the proximity to London, it's no big deal. And it was always with your mates, you know? Yeah, it, yeah. It, it was a social thing as much as anything else. And, you know... Yes, you're freezing your bum off and it's snowing. You're probably not even going to get your pair, but it's yeah. part of it. It's the camaraderie, isn't it? Because there was no beef. There was no issue. It was, you know, it was just a bit of a laugh. And, you know, when does McDonald's open up so I can have a week? You know, that's my biggest <laughs> issue. But just on that, one thing I would say about the Adidas community, casual community, terrorist community, however you want to put it, is that people really, really do look after each other. Do you know? Yeah, they will... do. I mean, people will message me and say, did you get these? And I'll go, no, and they go, they might be able to get them and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, fair fair play to people. I've been looked after quite a bit, to be fair. Like, if you go, if you go to a queue, I can't remember what it was. Uh, I can't remember what shoes. Uh, I think it was the dublin's in 2017 maybe i didn't get a pair myself but the queue was right around the corner at the lead size but all the adidas people looked after each other and it was like there was no messing around and there was there was something i can't remember i almost need danny to tell the story but there was some air maxes coming out at the same time as some adidas shoes from size and so there was a real mixed crowd and basically, all the Adidas boys just kind of like pumped the chests up and just told all the all the the resellers, right? Don't be fucking about here. Yeah. Do you know yeah. this is how you yeah. queue? This is how you do it. Do you know? Don't be messing around and spoiling it for everybody else. And really like, and and that's how I've always seen like that community. You don't see many people like yourself who who hook, who got your Liam Gallagher's hooked up for retail or for a little bit over. That's just the way it is. There's not many right. I'm just I'm going to get pairs to flip them. You. You're going to get people. And I think other resellers yeah. have realised that there is money to be made in Adidas products. So they'll queue up and try and get like the Size City series and such. But it's not so prevalent as it is with Nike either. Hmm. So it's a hard one, really, because at the end of the day, 
I'm not a reseller, so I don't know. I, do you know what I mean? And at the end of the day, there's no way in a million years if a, I wouldn't pay nowhere near over what some people pay for trainers. I just wouldn't do it. I just can't put, get my head around it. But from say an outsider looking in, if I wasn't in any, with, into Adidas or Nike or anything, and you can stand there all night and get four pair of trainers and probably make yourself a grand, people are going to do it. And at the end of the day, what would these people, the people who own the shops like Adidas and End and Size, what would they sooner resellers outside their shop or drug dealers? Do you know what I mean? So it's it's a difficult one. I I'm against it, but at the end of the day, everyone's got to make a buck, and they. Do you know what I mean? You know, if if you know, how how can I get if Adidas really hard-hearted Adidas? I'm not a really hard and adidas collector i don't get the ump if i don't get a pair of shoes if i don't get them i don't get them there's another pair out tomorrow so that's how i am however do you know what i mean however it's nice to get them but i wouldn't get the ump with someone if they got a pair of shoes that i didn't it just wouldn't bother me but on the flip side of that if someone's queued up all night they've queued up for like two days or a day and a half to get a pair of trainers they haven't got them but people in the queue I've got them before them and then they sell them. It's a little bit muggy, I think. Do you know what I mean? On that end, you know? So it is a hard one, really. No, I get that. Um, just moving on, because, well, not moving on. One thing that Dell has got that I am insanely, insanely jealous of, and I think I sent you a picture of, Tess. It's a beard. Is, I mean, I've not had a shave for a couple of days, but... Uh, if, if you catch the light, you might just be able to see a little bit of scragginess here. Um, it's your loft. Please, if anybody's out there hasn't doesn't follow Dell, go on to his Instagram and go check out Dell's loft because it is incredible. Please, please tell us what inspired you to come up with that and, and how long has it taken and... Well, to be honest with you, what it was, we, me and mum, because I say my, my missus doesn't collect, but she's probably got about 100 pair, which is quite a lot. People class her as a collector, right? Uh, and she, she just really only added that as well, really. However, and she's 12 years younger than me, so I probably have influenced a little bit, if I'm honest. But basically, we started off, we had them in, we got like a little walk-in cupboard that you could, I could probably go in, turn around and come out. It's nothing amazing. And we had our Adidas trainers in there. And I said to my missus, we had our Adidas trainers and shoes in there. Just because it's, it's a pain in the ass where to put shoes. And I like to keep my shoes and trainers in boxes. Right? Yeah. So I said to my missus, would you get the ump if I paint that door blue? She went, no. I could do exactly what I want. She doesn't turn her hair. So I thought, I'll involve her. So I painted the door blue and I got the stickers off eBay and she put them on the door. Well, that lasted for about two years. And I thought, this is... We're getting a few more here. And it was starting to start. We still, we had that cupboard, but we were still putting them somewhere else. So I said to her, I'll tell you when we thought about it, been thinking about it for about four years. However, when we were both in, on furlough, not last year, the year before, I said, I'll tell you what we do. Because she was furloughed for nine weeks and I was for three weeks. So I said, and it was red hot. It was red hot for summer. The summer was unbelievable. And I said, we got nothing to do. We're just sitting in the sun every day. She couldn't go anywhere. Everything was shut. So I said, should we strip the loft? So what we did, we went up there and got all the rubbish out and put it in the back garden, filled half the back garden. And honestly, 90% of it was shit. I don't even know why it was up there. You know, stuff you think, I won't throw that way. You haven't got one of everything, you got four. So you put it yeah. up there and we 
I just rung a fellow, said, come and get all this rubbish without even thinking about it. So he come and took it all away. So we had this space. My nephew, my, two of my sons are roofers and my nephew's a chippy. So I said to him, come round and board it out with me properly. So they just boarded the floor. Then I got a fella off of uh, someone I knew round here and I said, oh, what I need you to do is at both ends, I just want you to put a, a false wall up one end against the brick and the other end, I want you to put a false wall up but come out four foot. So he went, all right, or three foot. So he said, all right, so he'd done that. And that was it. Then me and my missus did the rest. What I did, I said, we went to, we went to B&Q and just got loads of ton and groove and ton and groove the whole loft. And then just spent, we back to work by then and every weekend just painting it. And and then we just sort of like, that's that was it. We weren't sort of thinking by tomorrow we get this done, we get this done. It was just our little project for something to do because the old country was shut. So it was our little lockdown project really. But it's, uh, and it wasn't it that expensive because we did it bit by bit. Do you know what I mean? It does look class. Is it actually AstroTurf that you've got on the floor? What, yeah, what yeah. Yeah, AstroTurf. I have to say that that is for me. That was the pinnacle. That was perfection. Although See, I my missus said, "Why didn't you do a football pitch?" Well, I was just—that was the next thing I was going to say. But it'd have been Why so small, and do you know what I mean? I thought, no, because like if Sabutio. I do it, and I don't like it. Hey, be like Sabutio. <laughs> it would be like yeah, that. but the problem with striker, where you push your head down. The problem with Sabutio <laughs> is Dell looks like one of players. So. I what look <laughs> with we've the gone from. Candy Apple to Sabutio player. It's kind of like the same thing. Brilliant. But, um, yeah, so uh, I thought if I do that and I don't like it, I've got to bloody buy it all, you know, buy the AstroTurf again. So that, that's that's it, really. But now, and then everyone, so I spoke to people and people started sending me stuff to put on the ceiling. You can't really see it in the pictures, but I've got quite a few people up there, like um, there's a band called From the Jam with Bruce Foxton and and uh, Russell Hastings, and they've signed a photograph, and I've got that up there, and I've got Riaz's autograph, and I've got Kaz Penance, and they've all signed bits and pieces, Sean Ryder. So I've got all their stuff up on on my loft. I've still got a few more to come. And then, um, what's his name? Uh, Mac Dazzler sent me a little wheelie thing last week to put up there. So there's... Uh, oh, Bobby Mac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and obviously, uh, Brooksy and Gary Aspen and, and Mike Shakuti sent me loads of books which was really nice of him as well so yeah it's uh it's all right actually it's just it's, uh i go up there and i think if i'd have carried on smoking i wouldn't have had this because <laughs> that's what started me to get out of the smoking to be fair do you know what i mean cut a long story short i'm bored yeah but i was going to work and i had a terrible stomach cake but anyway cut a long story short my appendix burst right Oof. and i was in a bit of a state and i was off work four months you wouldn't believe you wouldn't believe what I went through. Anyway, while I was in my hospital bed and I couldn't, there's nothing more worse than being mentally okay, but you can't move. That's got me the worst torture in the world. So yep. I weren't smoking, blah, blah, blah. And that's when I sort of thought, I'm definitely going to give up smoking now because I didn't even have the energy to roll a fag, to be fair. And that's when, that was when I thought, I want to get back into my trainers. And that was it. That was like... I think the February 2014, I started getting back into it. And I was into it a little while before. There was a couple of groups on Facebook that I joined, but they've long gone since I joined them. Um, I'm a member of a few now, but I say mainly it's the Annex and a couple of the others, really, the ones that I just dabble in, really, to be fair. But that, that's how I got back into it, to be fair. 
So what was your first pair after that moment then? Oh dear, uh, my first pair. Well, I had quite a few anyway. I probably had about 30 pair, 40 pair, probably maybe 50. But no, I probably, <laughs> <laughs> probably had about 40 pair. So I, I reckon my first pair, cool, that's a question. I think it was a pair of Topanga, if I'm honest. And then my pair after that was a pair of Adidas Special, which I sold because they were a little bit big. Don't ask me what they were called. Oh, you don't know which ones they were? Albright, Albright, Albright. Oh yeah, Albrecht, yeah, 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 the shoe. Albright, yeah. <coughs> I had them in green leather and they were lovely, but they just, even with an insole in, they were just too big. They were, I think they were seven half and they come up big. So it was like me where I'm a seven wearing an eight and I sold them. And then I started getting into it then. And then once I see about, five or six boxes there and I had a fag for a couple of months I thought this is a way forward yeah 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 definitely but I know my missus what got her into it she we went I'll tell you where we went we went out you know like you go out for one thing and you come back for something completely different we went somewhere and she wanted to pop into I think it was TK Maxx to get a pair of trousers for work and in there was a pair of blue sambas suede sambas in her size of five and he didn't have a box or anything. She said, I'm getting them. And then the following week, she because she'd known they were in there, then she bought them. The following week we went in, there was a black pair. So she got them and all. And before you know it, she had about eight pair. Not of Sambas, but all different Adidas. And then she got the bug. She's eased off a little bit now because it's winter and she wears her boots. But come yeah, summer, yeah, yeah. she'll be back. She'll be all over it again. Do you know what I mean? I think girls look great in Adidas. Tess, I actually think you need yeah. to embrace the Adidas culture, and then get yourself a pair of spe Speciales, especially when they come out in a couple of weeks' time, 3rd of Feb. I mean, there might be like some video reviews or something like that to try and tempt you yeah. into purchasing some of that stuff. I, I, I can love see... Special. I, I love it. You love I love it. it. I love a lot of people moan it, but I love it. I mean, mm. I know... I just like the nostalgia of it because Gary brings them back ones that have been out before with his little twist on them, and I love all that. I'm never going to say never, is all I can say. I mean, the last time I bought a pair of Adidas, and we're not talking Yeezys, I did buy the Stan Smith's Rath Simmons, which okay. I, I still think they're just such a stunning shoe. They're just really understated, but, you know, I mean, look, you can't beat a Stan Smith, as far as I'm no, concerned. I mean if, if, if someone said, I think Dan even posed it on a previous podcast to me, if I could have one pair of shoes to wear for all eternity, I think I'd pick yeah. a Stan Smith. Do you know, you know, something I read once, and it's in his book, Stan Smith, you know, he's had a moustache all his life. Have I frozen? What's going on? Oh, no. He's had a moustache all his life. The day he shaved his moustache off is when they took the picture for the tongue of the shoe. Is that? I didn't know that. That's real. I yeah. love that fact. Yeah, and he, if you look on the shoe on the tongue, he hasn't got moustache, and apparently he's always, always had a moustache. But that day, he he didn't have one. Apparently, so that's what. How true it is? I'm only going by what he said in his book. Well, I tell you what, right? We haven't done this in the series two of the podcast, but there are a few bits that we are going to bring back uh, that me and Tessa spoke about, and we are going to bring back the keywords. So. The keyword, I'm just going to drop it in the middle of today's podcast. Uh, the keyword is going to be Stan Smith, no moustache. 
So the key phrase. No, so it's not a word, no is whiskers. It? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, well, Joe, you're a guest, Del. We'll go with that. Stan Smith, no whiskers. So that is the key phrase. <laughs> Find the post upon Instagram and put that up. See if anybody can beat Sean to it. Um, Brilliant. And like I said, um, we are going to move on a little bit because we are going to also bring back. It's difficult. We, there are lots of podcasts out at the minute and me and Tess were talking. There's a lot of podcasts that do releases. There's a lot of podcasts that do news, you know. Um, people like on the Doubled Up podcast, they're, they're good. There's the Half Size Up podcast. All those lovely people that you can listen to for stuff like that. And I kind of feel, I don't know if you agree. Well, I know you agree, Tess, but all the releases, you can find them. Everything's on Instagram. Everything's in your face. If you are listening to this podcast, you probably know everything that's going to come out anyway. So you don't necessarily need me and Tess and a guest to tell you what is coming out. But what we are going to do, we are going to bring back, I don't know if I'm going to call it Shoe of the Week. Tess, what should we call it? We haven't actually spoke about this. I don't know if it's a Shoe of the Week, but I think it's more our personal favourite. Yeah, our personal favourites. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we might come up with something a bit more catchy than our personal favourite. You know what you should do? You <laughs> should do something different of the week and you're not allowed to bring out what you're into. Talk about, you're not allowed to say what you're into, if that makes sense. I mean, that's... Oh, I'd love to see Danny in a pair of Jordans. <laughs> I've got a pair of Jordans. So what I did, um, so we spoke to Dell before the podcast as well. We don't, we don't do too much prep work for this. If you can't tell, we do just like to chit chat with our guests. And we are going to do our shoe of the week or what you like this week. So Del, uh, I'm going to get you in first. So from everything that's coming out this week, and I'm going to kind of half say it's a bit of, it's been a bit dry. January has been dry. It's not even been that damp or moist in the train releases. But uh, is there anything out there that has caught your eye this week, Del? Um, nothing Adidas-wise. I mean, normally, I'm not going to come on here and say, oh, there's a lovely pair of Nike out, because I wouldn't be buying them, would I? But um, for me, uh, Neil Privet, 80s Casuals Classics, uh, is Deodora Bjorgili. Now, I had a pair when I was a nipper. Well, I say nipper, younger. Um, but for me... They're the ones for this week. I see him on his on his website, and I thought, yeah. And quite, I've spoke to a few people about. A few people spoke to me about them. Um, I won't probably buy a pair. I don't know. I might do. I don't know because uh, it's quite close to the uh, special launch. Um, saying that, I might. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they, <laughs> I mean, they, they are nice, and it's proper nostalgia. They are. I mean, you see any picture of a casual. Of a, someone drawing, if I said to someone, draw a picture of a casual, the chances are they will have on Beyond Bill Elites or a pair of gazelles. That is it. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Th th that's it. Do you know what I mean? That's, that was the, the time. I, I, had a, I don't know. I do remember having them, but I don't ever know what happened to them. I don't know whether I gave them away or sold them or something happened, something better come along. I can't remember. But that, when I see he's bringing them out, and I know they're on... Uh, pre-order and I think they're out Friday but tomorrow Friday I'm not too sure um but they're gonna fly out they they are nice I, I like proper, you brought proper retro I love that you brought that up so that's on 80s casual classic is that the 80s casual classics it's Neil Primitz uh his site but um yeah so it's and not he's like the one who does all the films like the business and 
you know, and, and uh, what other ones he do? He does, you know, does a business and the firm and all those sort of like nostalgia films, you know, for all his clobber, really. And he's just done a new one, any Pebble and the Boy. And the clobber in it's immense, really. What they wear is literally how I go out, what I go out in. <laughs> so it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, some nice clobber. No, I like that you brought something different. That's just for being released in that's one That's what I thought. It's easy for me to say I'll add it. But I wanted to do something different, to be fair. No, love it. Absolutely love it. Tess, what's your shoe of the week then? What, what have we found in the well, massive I, deluge of everything dropping this week? Well, you know, I think I'm, I think I'm pretty basic in my, my taste. And I think you probably would have guessed that I, that I still have to have this, these bubblegum Jordans, which are coming out on Saturday. The patents. Yes. Alex Vass's favourite ones, but I have to have them. Yeah, um, I think they are just, they are a great shoe. Um, Patent Jordans, the bubblegum, have you seen those? Dell, they've got like a big, uh, they've got a patch of bubblegum. I'll send you a picture yeah. of this. Uh, yeah, it's, like, it's like you've trodden in bubblegum and it's got a, a little stain underneath it. Okay. I, wasn't, I okay. wasn't so keen on the breads that came out the patents recently. But the bubble gums, I think it's because they, they have much more of a subtle colour styling. It's not sort of that heavy blocking. So I think the subtlety for me, I just think they're really pretty shoe. It, and quite feminine, considering me, you know. Yeah, I was going to ask you um, if what you thought of the, the, the bread colourway, the black and red ones. Didn't like them at all. Not at all. Not bothered in the slightest. No. I, I have them in leather. I don't need them in patent. True. Um, I've gone for something slightly different. Um, it's a shoe flip that I've, I've, I've not a flip flop actually, or a Yeezy slider or a croc or anything like that. Um, I love this silhouette or a pair of stussy sliders. I need a pair of those, by the way. Um, I love this silhouette, but I can't recall the last time I ever bought a pair for myself. I bought them for other people. I think I bought my mum a pair once. I think I bought a girl I dated a pair once. Um, clogs? No, 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 not clogs. No, 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 no. Um, Moccasins? No, it is a Club C, Reebok Club C, but they are doing a Bathing Ape collab. So have you seen the Bathing Ape Club C? Mm. I'll see if I can hold it to the picture so you can see it. It's just a very plain oh. white Club C, yeah. but just with the bay. Um, branding down the side they're not going to give you much of a lift though are they no but I mean in the current company I don't need any lift whatsoever so I can wear the flattest shoes known yeah. uh, to man if you want but yeah it's been a bit of a dry week and they are £120 I'm not too sure if I'm going to spend £120 on them this week um, but I used to like the old Reebok um, workouts do you remember that I don't know if they still do them yeah, me and Tess got some work. Me and Tess got some workout pluses from Offspring. We uh, did. Okay. Yeah, and I had to cut a pair of the old Reebok classics. You can't knock them in the nineties. No, absolutely. Well, that that like I said before, me and Tess. Uh, I'm going to get Tess on to give her story. Uh, and I don't really go through what got me into trainers, but Reebok classics played a massive part in me getting into trainers, like mid to late nineties. Man, Reebok Classics at school were the things. And if you could find the a rare colourway or a slightly different colourway than yeah. everybody else had on the playground, then you, you were a step above. So I would always try and find, I'd go to different places, try and find a Reebok Classic 
either with a different type of lever or a different, I don't know what the Reebok branding is called, but the, you know, the, the logo. They so added us on them, didn't they? Adidas do oh, Reebok, oh, have they? They sold I don't know if they have sold Reebok recently, but they did at one point. I thought I thought that oh they might have done. I just I thought I think they owned them, maybe. I think very recently. They might do, I don't know. Um but yeah, that's my pick this week. So um that's all I think we've got for this week. Tess, have you got just quickly let me oh, ask Tess's question? Uh the reason uh they're called trim trap. Is because it's a multicultural shoe named after the mascot Trimmy. Ah, so for people wondering what was going on here uh, in the interlude as we changed <laughs> between recordings, Tess asked, "What's Trim Trap?" Uh, and so that's how I know it. It's through the little man called Trimmy, and that's where the Trim Trap come from. That's how I know it. But that, but is that a gazelle? No, it's it's, it's just got quick. It worked wonders for me and Danny because they're quite a wedge sole. Yeah. So the trim trap sole is, is a very it's specific type of sole, yeah. And you can get them on munchions. I've got the, um, the yeah. vomit proof, the beer and vomit proof trainers, munchions. They have that sole unit as well. And the, But um, the upper is like a gazelle. I mean, all Adidas yeah, it's, are, it's not a gazelle. It's... It's, it's different. Oh, we'll it's a trim trap. It's a trim trap, yeah. Like, you know, you, you're talking to someone, it's all the same thing. I'll tell you what, I'll send you a picture. Do you I know what they look like, then, Tess, or not? Or don't, don't you know what they look like? Or? I, had a, I had a quick look, and I was like, well, it looks like that, and it looks like that. Okay, it's, very much, okay. it's very much like it, if you put a 90, like, you know, the Air Max 190s, and they put an Air Max yeah. 1 top onto a 90 sole. But you might not really okay. realise. It's this thing that is very... Subtle differences. So if you know, you know what yeah. we're going to do, and we're going to teach you Tess over this. I'm going to get more Adidas people on and give you a right lesson in free stripes. Give you a good. She's be selling all her night. She'll be proper Adidas up. I actually oh. think, and I've said this to Tess before. Oh, oh, oh. I can, if I can dress Tess head to toe in Adidas in some special and turn her into a casual bird. Oh my God, it would be it, it would be a lifetime achievement for me. And she would look amazing. Can I have a bucket hat as well? 100% you can have a bucket hat. Yeah. Um, There's only a few people get away with a bucket hat, I think. Oh, I yeah. can do a bucket hat. I look right in them today, but... I can do a bucket hat. Yeah, I'll get no away problem. with it. It's because I've got no hair. It don't matter. I'll get away with most hats. <laughs> I've got a round head, so I'm all right. Yeah. So, right, guys, we are going to leave it this week. Uh, Del, just a massive, massive thank you. Uh, for jumping no on the problem. podcast, talking all things Adidas. And just a personal thank you for me for doing the Facebook group and helping so much in that. I really, really do appreciate it. Yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy it, mate. Good stuff. Tess, thank you for coming on. Uh, have we got any final pearls of wisdom? Um, you know, actually, yes. I did I did find out one thing today, which I didn't realise, is that I, the stripes were originally put on Adidas for um, stability. It wasn't about the design. That was an exciting thing I read. I did actually know. I did actually know that fact, but yeah, yes, but I didn't. Good. And now you do. And now we can educate you even more in the three stripes, and we can leave that Nike stuff and Jordan and all that silly stuff away. Uh, right, guys, thanks for watching, and thanks for watching. You're not watching it; you're listening to it. Uh, and we will catch you next week. Bye. See ya. Bye.